you guys. It's Elise Snipes, host of TrailerCast podcast, obviously, because you're here and we're listening to it <laughs> together. Um, I just wanted to take a moment to talk about what this podcast is. And maybe that sounds funny if you've been listening for a long time and you've already know what this podcast is. Um, but for those of you who are listening and or new or are just kind of bopping around um, the different episodes, um, sometimes this podcast is a personal diary, like just thoughts and feelings and memories and things that need to escape me as a human and live in the world um, in an effort to make things more visible, more known, so that other people could connect or lay their story next to mine. And, and my hope always is that there's something that you walk with that you're like, oh, oh, okay, me too. Or I haven't thought about it like that. Or dang, I'm going to have to sit with Ellen for a while because I don't know how I actually feel about that. And sometimes the podcast is conversations with people that are brave and vulnerable enough to let me record our conversation. And those are the trailer cast conversations. And so times where listeners like you write to me and say, hey, Elise, this is what I've been going through. And I would love to just think this thing out loud with you. And that is sometimes motherhood or sometimes work or sometimes abuse or sometimes when therapy has failed them or sometimes whatever, right? Whatever your personal experience is, it's welcome. Nothing is outside of what can be held. Nothing is outside of what can be held and deserves to be held. Sometimes trailer cast will be an interview with someone who I really admire and respect in the field or doing something really cool and I just want to share it here. Um, sometimes it's an exercise. Like there's a couple meditations or things where I'm like, God, I really want to just tell, tell um, my peoples about this thing or I want to give someone an experience and say, okay, let's try this, right? Because the whole mission and behind TrailerCast is to get therapy off the couch and out into the world. For so long, it's been stuck behind these HIPAA-compliant confidential walls, and we need that, and bless, <laughs> right? Like, we need confidentiality to keep it safe, but what about the people who never make it into therapy because they're, air quotes, not bad enough, right? It's They're, like, not sad enough, not whatever enough, however we've eliminated ourselves from being worthy of or do, needing to go do this work. And so my hope is that you'll hear regular people just like you and me who also let someone into their work and that there is no bottom too low or top too high that it doesn't belong or fit into the walls or now Zoom rooms of therapy. Like we want to, I want to personally like shake it up. I want to deconstruct what it's been. I want to rebuild something that actually fits for everyone. Um, I therapy has become crisis intervention rather than a place for learning intervention, healing, restoration, um, and then self help came in as a big rescue, and that's where a lot of the work has gone. That absolutely still belongs and fits in the realm of therapy. So, all that to say. Um, I've been in a lot of my own work recently. So I, I ebb and flow in and out of therapy. I belong to a therapy group. Shout out to my homies if you're listening. Um, and we meet once a month and we do a psychodrama group. And just Google it. It's as weird as it sounds and as awesome. 
Um, and then sometimes I see an individual therapist. Sometimes I go and do specific work in a specific modality, like I'll go do EMDR or I will go do um, somatic experience. And again, just Google the words. <laughs> it's fun to learn about all the different ways that people can be met. Um, the other thing I've been doing is I've been writing. I began a writing class to actually write out my story. This could also be called narrative therapy, just getting the thing down on paper. And it's been really gnarly. I, there's times I've stopped because I'm like, oh, it was, you know, hard enough the first time through. I don't know that I actually want to really revisit this. What I've experienced as of late is remembering that I'm the one now holding the pen or hitting the keys, right? I'm not only the person in the story who's experienced these things, but I also have a chance to narrate this time. I'm also an adult this time. And so I find myself kind of going deep in and feeling like, ah, get me out of here, get me out, get me out of here. And then having to or getting to remind myself like, hey, Elise, it is 2021. You are an adult human. You are like not then and there. You are here and now. And that has been therapeutic. Oh, sometimes torture. <laughs> and very therapeutic because I'm getting to like role play. I'm getting to shift between being, again, like the, the receiver of things to getting to be the writer of the things. So what I wanted to do today with you is I wanted to kind of walk through uh, how this might look for you what it would be like for you to get to work through the parts of your story that you have only ever experienced from within. Uh, I'll call it a chapter, a chapter you've lived through and the only role you ever played in it was main character or the only role you ever played was victim. I don't mean that negatively, I mean actually. The only role you've been cast in is like um, is the comic relief or the person where bad things just keep happening to them or the per you know what I'm saying? Like there's all these different roles that we live in. We lived experience them and the offer or invitation through narrative therapy is to take a different seat in the story. What would it be like for you to write the whole experience from the narrator's point of view or from the person again, holding the pen? It invites, induces a sense of power, a reorienting into now. It does a lot of things. Some things <laughs> I know that I needed to hear as I have been writing, I thought that maybe we could visit those today because there's something super shared and human about what happens when we start putting our story into this world. We get the me too. That oh, exhale, that breath we didn't know we were holding and we thought we were the only one. And we get words we didn't know we needed to hear ourselves. And so what I'm noticing most significantly right now in this process is there are specific words emerging that my 11-year-old self like needed to hear. My four-year-old self 
really, really needed to hear. Hell, my 31-year-old self needed to hear. And guess what? I'm the one holding the pen. Like, I'm the person I've been waiting for. I can say that now. And I can hear it now. And so what I'm wondering is, is what I want to, I want to say some things here as like a meditative experiential exercise. Okay. The jargon doesn't matter. I want to say some things out loud and I want you to pay attention to what you need to hear. And then you get to, as we say, say it or change it. Take the words you need to hear and wear them for a while. Borrow what needs to be heard in your story or write your own, even better. Edit and write, edit and write. What do you need to hear in order for your story to feel complete? What do you need to know, believed, consider, rewrite, rescript, right? In order to feel like, oh, that is what has been, I've needed that piece in order for this whole thing to fit. If you're driving <laughs> or doing something else, um, maybe think about taking a moment, literally a few minutes, just to sit, pause. And we're going to do this in a way where I want you to pay attention to what your body also, how your body responds, okay? So the body is, is a tool we can use to see how we actually feel. Because so often we protect ourselves with our intellect and what we know up top. And we can divorce ourselves from what we know below within. And so there is our what we know and then our knowing. And I really want us to pay attention to the distinction between what we know. I know my childhood was hard, but in my knowing, I need repair. And so if you've done this work before, groovy, you're set. Otherwise, what you could do is you could, to get ready, take a second, take a breath. I can do that too. And I might pay attention to if I can feel all the parts of my body. Can I feel my stomach? Can I feel my hands connected to my arms, to my shoulders, to my head, to my neck? Can I feel my toes way down there? And when you hear certain things, do you hold your breath? When you hear the words that I share with you, Will it feel like a sucker punch? Or will it feel like a well of tears that wants to be released? Will it feel like lightning and like electricity? Will it feel like fire in your bones? Just notice. Just notice. Your body will often confirm what your heart needs. So here's what I've been needing to hear and what I have been sitting with almost per chapter as I have written out stories that have been both excruciating um, and honest and sometimes the same. So I invite you just to take a sec, listen, pay attention, grab what you want and need, apply it or edit it, borrow it, adopt it, enhance it, take it. But remember, you also have the pen. You have the power.
You have the power. You have everything you need. Just notice. How does it feel when I say that? You have everything you need. You can say yes. You can say yes. You can say no. No. You can say no. You know who you are. You know who you are. You are good. Take that in. You are good. It wasn't your fault. Where does that fit? It wasn't your fault. There was nothing you could do. There was nothing you could do. You were just a child. You were just a child. You can trust safe others. You can trust safe others. You will survive this. You are safe. You are safe. Again, just pay attention to what sticks out to you and what fits for you. You can trust yourself. You can trust yourself. You are capable of giving and receiving love. Both. You are capable of giving and receiving love. You are seen, known, understood. You are seen, known, understood. You are wild. You are wild. You are you. Yes. <laughs> you are you. You are free to become. You are free to become. And you are here. You're here. You're here. And so I just want you just to notice again what stood out what did you need to hear you can because this is a podcast <laughs> you can pause and re-listen stop and re-listen you could record yourself on a voice memo if you want but what do you need to hear you now you then you in the future you see, we're, we are capable of offering ourselves those words or borrowing them from a friend and saying them again louder if you need, softer if you need, with fierceness and power if you need, or with tenderness and preciousness if you need. 
This is the beauty of narrative work. How do you want it said? How do you need it heard? What do you need experienced? How can we move towards healing, wholeness, illumination? What needs to come forward and like have the light touch it? When I think about, well, for one, just, just know that the experience of just slowing down, even just like that, I even find myself being like, oh, that felt really good just to stop for a second, even though I'm listening to someone. I just needed to stop and that that felt good. And so we don't need to rush over our experiences or button ourselves back up to go back to what we were doing. Just notice how it feels to linger. Just notice how it feels to linger, to pause, and to consider what you need. Not what everyone else needs from you. Not what the whole world wants you to be. But what you as a human need for you. This is good and uncomfortable work. (laughs) This is good and uncomfortable work. So let's, let's shift together. There are infinity words that you can use to weave into your own experience. Sometimes we can call this like timeline work. I want to go chapter by chapter. or I want to go age by age. Or I want to look at um, the overarching story arc or narrative of my life and pay attention to what I needed to hear or what I didn't need to hear for that matter. You are holding the pen. You are the person writing the story. You have an opportunity, a chance to speak back into it, right? Not just what was spoken over you, but where your voice fits into this, where my voice fits into this. And that has truly been like the dominant, again, experience in writing my story is it's my fucking turn okay pardon my french but sometimes the fuck word is the only word that fits um my story how i saw it where i was sitting in the room what it felt like for me not someone telling me how i should feel or or you know who i should forgive or why it wasn't his fault and gosh how i mean how many of you could (laughs) feel that right where you've been told why how to discount your own experience in favor and an eclipse of someone else's person, system, or otherwise, right? We have been scripted and scripted and scripted, and now it is your turn to script. What do you have to say? What does it sound like in your mouth? What's it like for you? This is how we emerge from the story. Not as a person in the story, the story is happening too, but this is how we emerge from from it and get to be a part of the person who is writing it and having a say in it. This is the work of therapy. This is what we're doing. We're pulling ourselves out of the storyline to say, hey, wait a sec, this isn't working for me right now. That hurt. That was super messed up. That is not okay. Or that was 
brilliant. And I need someone else to know. I want someone else to share in the fact that I just did something really awesome and broke all those rules that I did it. And it was great. And I'm proud of myself. And I need someone to look at me in the eye and smile and be like, yes, 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 yes. Therapy and narrative work is not only the hard, shadowy substance. It's also the light, brilliant things that have gone unnoticed and deserve to be celebrated. Everything gets to come into the light, the dark stuff and the light stuff. That's, that's the thing, right? Is it all gets to come forward on your terms, as you say, because it's your life, your story, your experience, your memories, you decide. All right. What I'm sitting with now is I really want to finish the story because I would like to um, get it into the world. It scares the shit out of me, I'm not gonna lie. And what I also know is true is that everybody sees things from their own specific seat and it's true. And so what I'm writing is my true lived experience. And every member of my family could write their own version of it. Isn't that wild? Everyone saw it differently. There's no way they saw it the way that I saw it. They couldn't have. All versions are welcome. All versions are true. And speaking them out loud or writing them helps us to see how we actually felt about a thing. And so again, when bringing this back to the trailer cast space, I think, what's your story? Have you zoomed in like this? Have you zoomed out? Do you have work to do? Do you not want to do it? <laughs> I ebb and flow like that too. There's times where I'm like, all right, let's do it. And other times I'm like, hey, look at that beautiful butterfly. Let's look at that instead. <laughs> um, and that I think is the role of having someone else with us who helps us to temper the work so that we can go into the deep and then have some trusted, beautiful human lead us back into light and take us back into heavy and weave back into light. And that fluidity of being able to move back and forth and back and forth allows us to move through the story without being sunk by it or lifted out of it in such a way that we're not connected to it. Uh, super concretely, if you are curious about doing this type of work, your specific story, specifically looking at your core beliefs, words spoken to you, messages and how to do this, please reach out. This is like the heartbeat of what I do in my work is helping people um, get into their story in a way that is true, authentic, and powerful. I personally like to do this work in retreats where you get to go away for a weekend and get to actually do the big work rather than one hour at a time. I personally get so much more perspective when I go away that I'm like, gosh, just being out of my family system for a weekend lets me realize all the things I've been holding and feeling. Um, especially this last year of COVID where most of us haven't gone anywhere. Um, as the world opens back up, it's really nice to know that we can go somewhere and take care of ourselves for a second. Um, specifically, you can check out um, elisesnipes.com 
There are a bunch of options on retreats there. Weekends, I think, are bomb. They're the ones where we it's like five to six people at a time, and it's super private, super personal. But it honestly, it's like the um, it's the deep dive too. So it's it's what lets you do a lot of work in a shorter amount of time. If you have questions, honestly, just DM me or whatever. You can also, we can also chat on the phone. I want people to be able to have all their questions answered. Um, but this is when my work specifically started shifting is when I started taking my work as a human in therapy, not my work as a therapist. So to be clear, my work as a human in therapy, trying to recover shifted when I did more intensive experiential work than sitting in an office, 50 minute clinical minutes, um, that got tired for me. So whatever it's worth, those are my thoughts. I'd love to know your thoughts. This podcast is a conversation. So please always reach out, email me or find me. Um, I would love to hear if you've done narrative work, where you're at with your story. Um, If you've written something before, um, if you have thoughts about the work of therapy, um, if you want to know about weekends and retreats or working with Radical Wellness, which is my group that we founded on the basis of wanting to move therapy into a more radical space. And we do that holistically and in a very modern way. So, um, yeah, ask me anything. I'm excited about being able to connect with you again next week. And if you did want to come on the podcast and have a conversation in real time, I'd also love to hear from you. Um, again, just as we wrap up knowing and noticing that, um, I do hope that, that these conversations and this podcast does have an effect on your real life. I don't want it to be something that um, is like a commercial, you know, I don't want it to just be like, oh, okay, I want you, I want you to think, I want you to feel, I want you to have actual change, I want you to have lived experience that is counterculture to the way things have always been. I want you to know that total restoration is yours. I want you to know that you have a say. I want you to know that you are a person who is in power over her own life. (laughs) Can I say that any louder? It's true. You are a person in power over your own life. I could have heard that a lot sooner than I did. Okay, friends. I hope you have a beautiful week. I hope you notice things you didn't. I hope you come back and listen again to the words you need to hear. I hope you write your own. I'd love to know what they are. But just know that you are already in this work, even by showing up here. And so continue to trust and lean in to what you know and your knowing. They are both here as such beautiful guides to this work. Cheers.